Hello. Hi, it's your host Angel. Um, today, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually have changed the name of the podcast due to some reasonings for like if my podcast were to get well known. There's another podcast with the same name and I do not want to get to no legal issues in the future. I doubt that would happen, but I just want to do it just in case. So the new name is now called Order Up. So you guys already know I'm still sticking with the takeout theme anyway because your girl loves takeout food. I don't know if you don't like it, you have an issue with you or something going on. Everybody likes takeout food. You take it, you take it home, you eat. You can eat it naked, you can eat it watching TV. It's just good. Takeout food is just good. You ain't got to be in a restaurant or nothing like that. But anyway, continuing on, today's episode will be about interracial dating and relationships. And I have my lovely older sister on here. Say hi. Hi, everybody. What's your name? My name is April Ashford. And what do you do? I'm actually a special education teacher. It's my natural trade. It's what I went to school to do. And um, I actually, I'm a host of other things too, but we'll save that for another podcast. This is true. And sometimes, <laughs> I don't know why, but I always feel the reason to tell people Zodiac signs a lot. Because sometimes when you listen in the episodes, you could be like, oh yeah, they, they stay true to it. But if y'all guys don't know, I'm an Aquarius. She's a Leo. So you guys already know the relationship between us is definitely odd, but strong at the same time. <laughs> she is the sun. I am the moon. That's all you need to know. Hi. So, um, tell us about yourself, um, if you want to give more information, details about your life that goes into this conversation for today. Um, so basically, let me see, our upbringing was pretty basic, um, we were raised by a single mom, she, um, basically, you know, worked real hard, um, Naya's actually, I'm actually, um, almost 15 years older than Naya, for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's my but, nickname, um, by the way, guys. My middle name is Shania. Yeah, so Naya was like my first baby. She was like really my experience before I actually did have my first uh, child. So, yes, great kid sister, first babysitter, all of that. She's been all of that. So, but as far as myself goes, though, um, I'm pretty outgoing. Um, I'm definitely a people person. I don't meet strangers. Um... And is there something particular that you want me to? Um, not really. I mean, uh, if y'all guys don't know, she is married. I think we mentioned this with the first episode. So my niece, this is her daughter. And so we talked about in the first episode about her growing up as biracial. And some of y'all may want to know, well, how does that even begin for her to even come out this way? So we talked into interracial relationships. So if y'all don't know, um, her husband, which is my older big brother, my brother-in-law, his name is Keenan. Um, and he is white. So there you go. <laughs> that's the intro into it, I guess. You know, I always say that's the Irish homie because that's his like his background and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, tell us a little bit more how you guys met. I think that's a good conversation. So to start. we'll go with yeah, that's a great way to start. Okay, so I met my husband when I was actually 17. The first time I ever seen him, I was sitting in the JRTC room of high school, and he was actually a Navy recruiter. That's the first time I seen him. Um, I remember him coming over to me and because I was a senior, and he was like, you know like because they were there the navy was there actually you know basically trying to do their informal recruiting pretty much and so um it was their day to talk and he came over and he was like um you know so you have any interest in the navy and i was looking at him like no because i was like air force all day every day (laughs) (laughs) that's that's i always said that was the branch i probably would have went in definitely so i was like no so, you know, thought nothing of, I was just like, you know, who's this guy? You know, he was just an average guy at the time, you know, just mm-hmm. average white guy, whatever. And um, so what happened was that summer, that summer I had been working with this um, 
I worked for a particular company called Youth Opportunity. And um, that summer, I worked at the recruiting station, and that's where, um, basically, we really got to know each other a little more. Um, It was an employee, type employer type deal. But the summer internship slash job allowed us to work there before we went to college. And it was a great office experience. It really was. We learned a lot. And so, pretty much... um, that's where the little, I guess you call the office flirting began. You know, I was young. At the time I was 17, he was like 22, 23. He could have gotten serious trouble. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I don't know who's going to hear this, but yeah, that's like all kind of serious trouble because I wasn't quite 18. But anyway, we remained really cool friends. And then when I went to college, of course, I turned 18 as soon as I got there, like a week or two after being there because my birthday is mid-August. And um, that's when he would come up and he officially asked me, what well, did I want to be his girlfriend? And so that's how we began dating. It was my freshman year of college. Now, before that, um, we had gone to a movie. Um, and the funny part was, I'm going to just go take it all the way back. The very first time he ever came over, you know, I told mom, I was like, oh, no, it's a couple people from work going, you know, because I couldn't make it be, I had to keep it as informal as possible. Because basically, you know, he could have got in trouble. He was a few years older than me. You know, my mom, I hadn't really ever talked to a guy, you know, more than probably about two, maybe three years older than me mm-hmm. at the time. And so, you know, mama wasn't even about to have all that. <laughs> However, um, he, we went, uh, I told mom, I said, yeah, I said, you know, we're working at the name recruiting office. I said, one of the, um, one of my friends is going to come. We're going to go to a movie. I'm just going to ride with him. <laughs> And so she, and so I had to slide it in real fast. I said, "Oh yeah, ma, he white." She said, well, "He what?" <laughs> you know, I tried to slide it in real fast because I didn't think. And God knows, my mom, our mom, by no means is she even anything close to racist or anything like that. Mm-mm. But um, because by this time, my uncle had basically had been with um, our aunt for years by this time. So I mean, you know, our family had already been, yeah, kind of introduced to the whole interracial thing. Yeah. So, basically, so I was like, what, 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 what's the problem, you know? She was like, did you say he white? I said, yeah, you know, because I had never, now that I think about it, I really had never brought home a white guy. Nah. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. And so, you know, she was just like, um, she said, it's not me. I'm not the concern. She said, uh, what are his people think about him, you right. know, going out with the black girl? Or does his mom know? Or I'm That's like, this concern. dude grown. So what it was essentially was, um, and as a lot of people know, that a lot of times the black families, we really don't have a big issue when uh, what I call a quote unquote other comes home with our child. We're, our concern is for our child's well-being mm-hmm. when they're around the other's family yeah. or friends, how they're going to treat our child. So, um, and being a mother of a 17-year-old now, I definitely understand that now. So basically, um, come to find out though, his mom was really cool. Um, she had dated a black guy. Um, his, I had no trouble with anybody in his family except for his grandfather who basically disowned him. And, you know, um, I'm just not going to go too deep into that, but yeah, he disowned Mm -hmm. him because he was dating and ended up marrying a black woman. 
But um, nevertheless, I mean, you know, he grew up in a different area, different time, and his grandfather's past years now. So, you know, God bless his soul. Mm-hmm. So, um, but at any rate, um, that's how it all began. That's how it all began. So, what's the next thing you are? That's that was the intro. That's, yeah, that's a good intro introduction. I can tell it. you other stuff. And so, because yeah. I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. Like I said, it's I think it's in a lot of um. I think it's almost in any family when you think about it, when your child dates outside of like their race or ethnicity, religion, whatever, you're always more concerned about how is this other person's people gonna treat my child because I, I don't wanna treat they kid like that, you know. But it really isn't a lot of black families because to be honest, a lot of black, black families, they don't really care as long as you treat their child right and with right. respect and, and hopefully that their family also treats the child with respect. That's mostly the concern when it comes to it. Because if y'all don't know, I'm also in an interracial relationship. Um, y'all know my dude, he Mexican. So we have, we have, I think in a lot of ways though, when you're interracial dating, I think people tend to forget that um, when you're dating somebody of another race, y'all tend to find out so much more similarities than you oh, yeah. do differences and stuff like that. So tell us about basically like how that worked out for you. What was it right. like dating a white guy? So for the first time I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, nowadays we're in 2021. So it's so prevalent now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started dating Keenan back in 2002. Okay. Ooh, um, so you guys, I mean, like, yeah, we're talking <laughs> early two days. Ago. Yeah. So, I mean, there were not a lot of, you just didn't see a lot of black women with white men. I'm not going to say you didn't see it, but walking around like today, like on Instagram, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's, it's just as much as you see a black man and a white woman. Especially we're in the area that we live right, in. Right, right. And that's what it really was. So basically, um, as far as our similarities, Kenan and I, <laughs> this is the funny part. When he first came over, dude had on some shell toe Adidas, some shorts, some basic t-shirt and a ball cap. But I was like, <laughs> and see, this is where stereotypes come in. <laughs> and this is going to sound racist. I don't care. We're just keeping it real. Um, I was really wanting him to be like in some shorts with a button up and some flip flops or something because it was like warm outside. I was really like wanting me a prep white boy. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, and that's what I was expecting. I had only ever seen him in his uniform, right? So I was like wanting to see his quote unquote real white side. Like I was thinking California white, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like surf dude. Like I wanted to see that type. So he wasn't, he wasn't, and that is when I really um, began to see that, oh my gosh, like, okay, there's no difference between him and I, except for simple fact that his skin is, um, has less melanin than mine does, he's just white, and so, um, as far as, um, dating a white guy, though, I mean, as far as our music genre, Kenny, y'all gotta understand this, okay, my, my husband might be a little different than the average white guy coming up, okay? Because first of all, do live off the Merc, okay? So and for those of you who Yeah, let know, explain it what it is. Fayetteville, you know that pretty much J. Cole put the Merc on the map, okay? That's over there, Federal State area. Um, The Merc is short for Murchison Road, and that's what they call it, the Dirty Merc. I the mean, and Merc. basically that side of town, historically, it's the black side of town. It's yeah, the hood. It is. You know, and... I mean, you know how it is where the HBCUs typically are located. I mean, that's Martin Luther King Highway. I mean, y'all know what it is. Let's be for real. Yeah. So, yeah, he grew up in that. So, dude had only... He was was the 
he was the minority at his school. Let's just yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to all black school, E.E. E. Smith. Um, and like again, for those who know the area, knows that E.E. E. Smith, like their reputation, you would think that their high school was like a, a HBCU. And right. I think it's just because of that in, that relationship they had with Federal State being right beside their yeah. their school campus. So um, yeah, they 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 stayed lit over there in every sense of the manner. Um, and basically. Um, he was a minority at his school, and I mean, all he knew was black women. Um, all he knew was black women. Um, I think, like in his earlier years, like maybe elementary, middle, he said he had talked to, you know, a few, you know, white girls. But that was one of the questions my mom asked when he finally came up to the house that time with the little prep. I told her, she said, "Well, what is it that you like about black women?" <laughs> Just like that. I mean, you know, she she was one of their moms. She She asked my boyfriend that question too. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, because she's raised in a different era and she was just like, you know, what is it? He was just like, he was honest. He was like, I just like something different. He said, to be honest, he said, just a woman of color. So in his eyes, it could have been, he even considered Asian women to be, you know, like a woman of color. But whether she was Native American, Hispanic, just something other than white, he wants something different. He He liked different, you know, from what he was. I guess he was like, you know, you know, uh, well, we'll get into that in a moment as far as the whole, the, I guess what we call the quote unquote taboo erotic part of things. But what you just, I will put a warning on this in the middle of the episode. So when we get to it, you'll figure it out. If you don't want to listen, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know majority of y'all will listen. So get ready for that, please. Yeah. So, I mean, so pretty much um, to make this juicy, as far as that the white guy, Keenan music and stuff, he was already there. He had already been listening to other um, types of music. Mm-hmm. Um, his selection was very broad. Um, so was mine. Um, I had been listening to in high school. I listened to, um, I love Smashing Pumpkins. I was on Jewel, Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some old school 90s type stuff, you know, um, late 90s. But, you know, and he was already on like, you know, <laughs> I can't even think. You name it, he was already on that. So right. we were very diversified. So the music thing, that was an easy click for us. Um, and by the way, Kenan, honey, now don't get it twisted now. Just because he didn't have on the flip flops and stuff like I want him to. Don't get it twisted because dude was cute now with them good old blue eyes. Now he got him with them blue eyes because his eyes blue like the sky. It really is. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, let me try to think. I think it's probably what else? What did y'all get other than music? What other like similarities you have? I think I want to get into this because I always get into this because it's my mm-hmm. favorite thing and it goes in my podcast. What about when it comes to food? Like, what, how do you? Already, oh man! When it okay. came to food and stuff like that, I think that's one yeah. of my main things because I love trying foods from everybody. I don't care who mm-hmm. you are, all backgrounds. But I also see a lot of similarities in some foods mm-hmm. and sometimes not. So, what about that part? <laughs> Okay, so basically, Kenan had eight collard greens and cornbread and stuff like that. But when he went to, matter of fact, one of his first family functions, and we do come from a large family. Very My grandparents had 13 children. All their children had children. And that was our immediate family, okay? So, yeah, all of our family functions, loud, packed, all of that. So the first time he came over, um, I think he might have had maybe my, our mom's first. Maybe it was some of her collard greens. And, like, we call them cornbread flitters. Um, but yeah, he almost ate himself to death. Then he had <laughs> my my aunt Shirley. Was it the love No, he had her macaroni and cheese. And oh yeah. Mine. To this day, if <laughs> if you ask him about macaroni and cheese, he'd be like, "Can Aunt Shirley make some macaroni and cheese?" Yeah. He loves my aunt Shirley, honey. He loves all my aunts. 
And Keenan is very, when it comes to our family, this was an off subject for a second, but he is, uh, my family is definitely his family. Yeah. Y'all have to understand that, like, <laughs> he, like, he feel like he more of a McDowell than I do. Yeah. Because, and I was born into this, and it's so crazy because my family feels like Keenan is really, like, their blood. That you really know what I'm saying? I be so, like, oh, my brother and stuff. <laughs> yes, like, when my cousins, they be like, uh-uh, we're cousin Keenan. Like, yeah. they're not trying to be receptive to anybody if it's not Keenan. So, that just lets you know that we, um, he has really been ingrained in my family. And, I mean, honestly, over the years, it's just because my family was a lot closer. But over the years, um, his uh, side of the family, I'm definitely comfortable with them, with being around them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely not since his mom has passed. You know, I, I really appreciate all family time. But, um, so as far as food, yeah. I mean, basically, I turned him on some stuff. He had never ate boiled peanuts. Wow. Turned them on You stay, you put stay them on in those. Yes, I put them on game. Um, oh, he loves, um, um, the chocolate cake that Aunt Bernice makes. Yep, he got to have that. He got to have that. But, um... So, I mean, you know, as far as soul food, he liked it, but he had never had it to, you know, on a regular basis until he got married into this family. Let's just be for real. This is true. So, yeah, he we put him on that real soul food, honey. He loves it. That's it's, what he loves. It's the same way with my boyfriend when he first tried soul food. was literally mm-hmm. at our house during um, Thanksgiving and Christmas mm-hmm. and, like, when mom cooks on Sundays and stuff. The same way, same way he loves mom's cornbread. He was mm-hmm. just like, hold on, now this hits different. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I know it hits different. And so it's so interesting to like, honestly, it kind of makes me happy though when people like mm-hmm. try our food. Cause I know it's not, not it's not for everybody. I'll definitely say that. Like some people, like when it comes to like okra or when it comes to like turnip greens and stuff like that, the way it's cooked, they be like, mm, I don't know. It's like the mm-hmm. texture and stuff. But other than that, I tell you what, everybody is going to love them some cornbread for some reason. Absolutely. Everybody loves cornbread. Uh, what was there? Was there anything else that y'all had like in common? Like when it came to like movies, TV shows, the friends that y'all hung out with, stuff like that, like other interests and stuff? Um, so as like, <laughs> okay, so Keenan's best friend who has now passed, God, we miss Joey so much, but mm-hmm. that's his best friend since he was 10 years old. And so, and Joey passed in a, a bad truck accident mm-hmm. um, back in 2007. But basically, Joey was, because Joey was another Keenan, except for he was, I guess, more of the white version. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely was another Keenan. Same upbringing. They were neighbors. So, you know, the, all the things I was saying about Keenan were definitely for sure with Joey. Yeah. Um, he, um, so that was like his main closest friend. Then he was really close to um Johnny too, but Joey was my boy. That was my boy. Joey was the one that King would call like if me and him had a little issue, a tit for tat. That was his boy he would call Because <laughs> I mean just like girls have to have somebody that too, they do too. Yeah. So um but basically um, as far as our friends and stuff, um, everybody, Keenan, I gotta admit, the dude just blended in. All of my, I'm more of the social one between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, since he's gotten older, he's definitely a lot more social. Mm-hmm. Um, he's being social, but as far as like really like interacting with people more, you know. So um, I've always been the one to have the friends over and you know stuff like that. And so basically, um, again, he just blended in. Um, I'm trying to think, have we had any crazy situations? That's what I don't know. Okay, so we did have one situation. I'm going to tell y'all this. This is when Keenan and I were dating. I'm trying to think, was I in college yet or we were just like kicking ass friends? But I know one time we went to Old Navy, and this is a true story. 
And he ran into somebody on his grandfather's side of the family. Um, and he was like, I think that's my cousin, blah, blah, blah. Him, he was like, hold up, wait right here. So, you know, I was like, what? So he went on to meet him or whatever, because I was looking at something in the store. We were looking at some pants or shirts or something. And it didn't dawn on me. I was like, wait a minute, this dude went over there because was he ashamed to introduce me? Mm. You know, or what was it? And so he let he admitted to me. He was like, Yeah, because after that he kind of wanted to go. He was like, Well, I don't really see anything. I'm ready if you are. So we kind of left. But what it was, he really wanted to get on out the store because he at the time he was scared to be seen with me. He was scared it was gonna get back to his granddad, mm. and he wanted to tell his granddad that he was dating a black woman before it got back to him that way so because he already knew what he was dealing with with his granddad so that's one incident we had but that was the one and only to be honest other than that there was never a time that I felt anything as far as you know my race being an issue Mm -hmm. with us um I think like it also uh, being that in Fayetteville like like I've said before it's Fort Bragg that's one of the biggest military bases so Mm -hmm. I think a military um has a lot to do with how people perceive uh, Mm -hmm. interracial couples because in the military or when you live in a military town you'll see a lot of interracial couples mm-hmm. so in Fayetteville it was kind of like um, and, and I guess in my own way I feel like you guys are like safer it was like smoother and stuff like that because everybody's like oh yeah we already see it's fine do what right. you want like nobody really cares and stuff yeah. love who you love like it doesn't really matter to us especially over the years and stuff because like i've said like literally keenan is like my brother mm-hmm. and stuff so when i tell people oh this is my brother and then i put a little picture everybody like um angel and i'm like oh yeah i know he's white chocolate though he's still yeah, chocolate he's just white it. chocolate that's you know <laughs> that's the only thing but when it comes to i guess we go ahead and get into this subject when it comes to i guess when it comes to like intercourse or the exotic part and stuff because i think that plays <laughs> That plays kind of, it does kind of play a little bit of a role um, because of the stereotypes and all these perceptions and stuff like that that people think. Um, how did that play for y'all in that case and stuff? Okay, so basically, um, okay, I'm going to just keep it real. You know, hey, y'all on here, y'all on here to listen. Let's go and give it to you, huh? Look, so <laughs> when it comes to, let's just be real, because sex is a big topic. And everybody want to know, that is the question on everybody's mind. Like, how is. is it to be with somebody else, like, of a different race? Um, you know, I've had women just abundantly say, do white men have little dicks? Or, you know, yeah. um, I heard all they do is just go down on you or whatever. And I'm just putting it out there. Um, no, let's just be real. Every individual, when it comes to packages, I mean, they're going to come in all sizes, all colors, mm-hmm. all whatever. You True. know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, let me tell you something. When the lights go out, I don't give a dog on it don't matter. blue, purple, pink, it don't matter. orange, navy, whatever. <laughs> Honey, uh, it's about the connection between a man and a woman. It really is. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, just to go ahead and put it out there, black women. Don't ever sell yourself short just because you're so trapped in the box. And you feel like, well, I got... Okay, let me say this. I love our brothers. I do. And I don't have a preference for white men. I don't. Um, I don't have a preference for a white man, a black man, or any man. I have a preference for a man who going to treat me like I'm the air he breathes because right. that's a requirement for me. So I don't care what color you are, but if you understand that that's what I need, which is I need to feel like I'm the air you breathe. <laughs> so 
if I feel that, then hey, the connection is going to be there. And of yeah. course, attraction and chemistry, all those things play an important role. But all I'm saying is, it doesn't matter the color of their skin. It really doesn't. So black women, please don't sell yourself short or feel like you got to settle for just a piece of a man when you can have a whole one just even though he might come in a different color package. This okay? is true. I, I think I've talked about this <laughs> a lot with a lot of people. And I think a lot of uh, black girls in my generation, I think my generation in general is so comfortable that it doesn't matter no more who we are dating and stuff. Because um, I think I've told you about this. So y'all don't know. And I think I've talked about this again. Uh, I've never ever dated a black guy. And like she says, I, I literally have no preference. Um, I think it really depends on like, I guess the location or the school I grew up at, I think it was because of the type of person that I am that the black guys in my area, I guess, were like not really into it and stuff. And I feel like, oh, had I gone to a different school somewhere else, I definitely think there would have been somebody there. Cause y'all know I'm a nerd. Y'all know I like anime. I'm into like different stuff. And a lot of guys in my area were just like, mm. and if they did like it, they mostly just kept it under wraps. But other than that though, yeah, I was just mainly, I wasn't really searching, but if I, I did had a date a guy, I just had someone who was accepting of me, treated me right, just as much as I treated them right it didn't matter what he looked like to me honestly and stuff so that's how I kind of feel I think I guess I got I learned this from you and probably like our uncle Bobby I was just like oh I guess there I guess there's no point it's it's fine whoever I date oh, yeah. and, stuff. and then when it comes I think also but my main concern also was because like when it comes down to sex and stuff like that I was like okay I'm terrified because I'm a black girl right so down below Y'all, so, some of y'all already know, and so and that was like my main thing I was terrified of. Um, but also because you know how a lot of people are always like, oh, black guys, theirs is bigger, and, other, and I was like, I, I don't think that's true, because um, a lot of you ladies must know, uh, y'all, y'all, y'all get unsolicited pictures, y'all know, mm -hmm. everybody is different. I will say that's this fine. right now, every, and this, it really doesn't matter to me. It really just depends. Like, uh, I can cannot bring you pleasure as much as you can bring me, and that's it. Like, if we on the same mm -hmm. level, emotional connection. Everything is all good. Um, it really just, it, like I always say this too, it's not the size of the boat. It's mostly the motion of the ocean. <laughs> So, well, you know, some women, I know I got some girlfriends that'll be like, you crazy. I want eight inch or whatever. But absolutely. I, I, I can't do that. I, I'm, I'm not, not one of those either. I know my uterus, uterus okay? okay? I can't do that. I don't want nobody to be tearing me all up. But anyway, baby back in my younger day. But look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, my husband is going to listen to this. So let me hush. But listen, um, I'll just decide, but I will say this. There is, uh, there is a how can I say that there is a neurotic slash aphrodisiac piece that goes with this. I will say this. When you're attracted to somebody, you're just attracted anyway. But when you are with somebody of a different race and, you know, y'all get to that point where y'all are, um, you know, <laughs> intimate. That's right. That, you know, it is kind of erotic. I, I, some people are turned on to see brown skin against brown skin but to me that's just like okay i you look like me and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that because like I, I can be turned on by that too don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is it was different you know it still is different to me it still give me butterflies to see you know my husband's skin against mine it really does mm -hmm. um because it's kind of like <laughs> this goes out because it's kind of like that whole taboo thing it is kind of like oh we're, maybe we're not supposed to do this because we're not like, the same ooh. but that's kind of a turn on piece about it too so um 
Yeah, yeah. It's very, um, attraction is everything. Attraction is everything. And I do, I guess at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is I'm very attracted to my husband. I really am. Mm. And, you know, whether his skin be uh, light, dark, whatever, I'm, I, I do love his blue eyes. I love everything that makes him him. I love his blue eyes. I like his little dark hair. When he was a baby, he was a blonde hair baby with blue eyes. He was precious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I love all those things about him. But that's not to say that had my husband been black, that I wouldn't love all the things about him either. You know, it's just, it's the attraction piece. And that's why I want people to realize it's about you being attracted to that person. Mm -hmm. You know, just so happened Keenan is white. Keenan could have been Indian. Keenan could have been Asian. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But just so happened I am attracted to him. Right. Um, And so, and plus on top of all of that, it's definitely the way he treats me. Um, You know... And not to say that some brothers or whoever couldn't treat me, um, couldn't treat me well. Um, I know they can. Um, however, uh, that's just icing on the cake for my husband. You know, I'm attracted to him. He does treat me great. You know, he does make me feel like I am the air that he breathes. And uh, like I said, that's a requirement for me. But what else people want to know about interracial interracial relationships? I don't know. Trying to think of this. Honey, that's sex. That's what everybody want to know. Honey, sex is sex. I'm going to tell you like Bernie Mac said. <laughs> Bernie Mac said, bust a nut and go to sleep. <laughs> that's that's really, what Bernie Mac said. But that's honestly, that's really how it is, though. And that's why I be telling some of my friends, like, I tell them, like, it is okay to have an attraction to someone outside of your race or ethnicity. It is okay because what matters the most is, like, you're, what you're going to find similar and attractive uh, attracted to them and stuff like that so it's like it's okay so just as a message to all of y'all if y'all are afraid to date outside your race it's okay just give it a chance I promise you it's not gonna hurt bro because yeah. we everybody there's so many similarities that we all as human beings have in common yeah. and stuff like that just just don't be afraid it is okay Why different it's, different is good it's okay guys. like cause I didn't like I said I was like listen I'm just looking for a guy period y'all know me I, I mostly have attraction to personalities mm-hmm. and stuff like that and then looks come second I don't know about you and stuff like that but um yeah. yeah, yeah, but opposites attract, honey. Opposites attract. That's what y'all need to know. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, opposites definitely attract. And um, interracial relationships rock, honey. Hashtag interracial couple. Hashtag just swirl. Hashtag um, I'm his coffee. He my sugar and oh cream. All that. <laughs> what was it like when y'all when y'all both had kids and stuff? What was that navigation like when y'all had kids? Because I know that's completely oh y'all, and yeah, that's a daughter and a son. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, my main concern when I with our first one was I was just like, oh my goodness, I hope that you know people can be able to tell she's mine. And Trinity went through phases. There was one time I did went to go I went to go pick up her pictures, her baby pictures, and the woman plumpty looked through them, looked past my baby several times because Trinity was at that stage where she was eight months and she looked Samoan. Yeah. Kind of like Hawaiian like Asian. Yeah. yeah. And so you know the lady just basically skipped over the pictures. Um there were times and now Keenan he was very he went through a phase of being very Pale power. Yeah, little Keenan. This is the little Oh one, gosh. And he had them little big almond eyes. He's but so um cute. Yeah, he he Keenan. Trinity looked more like mine complexion wise, but little Keenan went through that he phase was where he was very white and people would I know they would be looking like, is that his mom? Um mm-hmm. I only had that one incident with Trinity, but yeah. I actually one time when he was in the store and I forgot <laughs> if I was with you or if I was with mom, but it was me, Trin, and Keenan. This is little Keenan when he was like a little 
little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody asking um, if they were either Native American or Hispanic. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no, they're just half black, half Irish and stuff like that. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay, I didn't know. And I was like, yeah, nah, it's cool. I get you. And I'll never forget this one time I went to Walmart and it was Little Keenan and he was sitting in the buggy at Walmart and this man went by. He said, oh, he is beautiful, just gorgeous. I'll never forget that. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And stuff. But I always wonder about that because I know probably growing up y'all having kids and how to help them navigate because mm-hmm. I know I taught the trend and stuff and I haven't gotten to the conversation with little Keenan yet I know it'll come up when he becomes a teenager and just the mm-hmm. idea of like I'm trying to find myself and like uh, he he's very about, woke though he yeah he's woke, woke. He's no aware. He's, he's definitely I think it's only because he's younger so they're learning stuff way quicker mm-hmm. than uh, trend had to do and stuff like that but other than that though yeah I mean they pretty much had an easy childhood when you think about it on the low they had a blessed childhood and it's because has become so much, so much more prevalent nowadays that you know it's not as like foreign as it used to be um, mm-hmm. you know if I could say anything look at the color of somebody's skin man it's about how they treat you and all of that you know like I said the opposites really do attract I don't think that is you need to go looking for oh I want a white man oh I want a part Rican man, you know what I'm saying? Like, get out of that mindset. If you find you a good black one, if you a sister, then hey, that's awesome. You know, I love black love too. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. Uh, But what I'm saying is, is just that you know, it is okay to get outside the box. Try something different. Why not? Especially if what you've been, especially if what you've been used to, and and now it's not working out. Ain't working out. And it it probably is a sign that you need to go ahead and probably try something different. It is Mm -hmm. okay. I I promise you because the thing you might have been looking for or what you've been needing and I would say this God probably got the dude for you he Mm -hmm. just not gonna look like you probably or or the lady whoever you know they probably don't look like you and that's okay I'm I'm, I'm just be real you know even for those who might be of different religions and and whatever but I'm just say this I you think that God care about the color of somebody's skin I mean really nah uh, I, I, no, I, no, I'm sorry. Because he made us different for day, a reason like that. That's right. We are the color of the world. Like, that's you know, it, We are that's brown it. like the earth. Everybody else who got blue eyes is like the ocean in the sky. Mm-hmm. Skin like the clouds or like a, like a tree. You know, it's just all of that stuff. That's how right. I see it. Right, and you know, and for those who feel like, oh, I just want to stay within my race, I'm not mad at that. I respect that too. Yeah, that's cool too. But all I'm saying is, is that there is nothing wrong if you do want to go outside your box or your own race. There's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, interracial families, man, we're so, we're today's age. You know, I look at these little young couples just starting out, and I'm like, dang, I've been in the game a minute. Like, you know, when I look at my husband, y'all, I'm going to be real. When we talking and stuff, do you think I'd be thinking like, oh, I'm married to a white man? I forget that my husband is white <laughs> until somebody points it out to me. Yeah, same Like, here. for real. Like, I'll be like, um, like I never forget, like, especially like when I was still in undergrad going through school and I already had Trinity at this point. And I remember one day one of my friends, um, we were just getting to know each other. We had a class together. And I pulled out a picture of my family. We were getting some lunch. And she said, she looked, it was me, him, and Trenton. And she said, oh, I didn't know your husband was white. I was like, what did you expect? Oh, he is? Like, he is white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot. Like, he is white, the white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about that because that lets you know, like, when we're around the house and stuff, like, 
you know, as far as like, I think somebody asked me one time, did your husband call you a nigga or something? Somebody asked me. And I was like, no. no. You know what I'm saying? For one, now my husband really is funny. That is probably one of the only things that he's like, nah, April, like we ain't going there. And you know what I'm saying? And and that's just because he just knows enough about society. And also it's, it's a little personal for him coming from a family with his grandfather being so racist. So like, he he doesn't like you to say the word in his presence. Uh, right. You know me, Trenton, Kenny, we will sleep up. We'll slip yeah, up. Yeah, I'll slip you up. Know, like, you know, I, but I'm getting better because I say these Negroes, you know. <laughs> but, you know, and that's just something we do in the, come on, y'all in the black family, y'all know how we do in our house. Yeah. And you can't tell me it's any different in a white family house. So it is what it is. Yeah, but, it's um, like that. And that's that's social norms. something I wanted to slide into <clears throat> with everything going on and uh, when especially when we had like the Black Lives Matter movement and you had like the movie that had came out about the uh, four or like five boys that oh, ended up going to jail. Yes, so yes. how was that for y'all as parents him being a white man and a black mother knowing that okay both of y'all kids obviously they're white but they're also have black especially having a black son what was that like for y'all? What was the conversation like in that um, moment? Like, did know, it have to, like, y'all already talked about it or did yeah. y'all have to, like, get more um, into it? We, we had already talked about it, but it made us even pull Keenan out the room and say, you know, Keenan is a bit, Keenan is very protective over little Keenan because he realized he's a white father raising a black son. Yeah. You know, and as much, I don't care, you can say, oh, he's half white. Let me tell you something. When you look at my kids, you consider them yet. as black children. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, and there's, the society is not going to give them that white hard past they're just not that's not what we live in the society we live in so you know when Keenan uh big Keenan looks Keenan senior is like okay I have a black son there are some things that I understand that my son will, may have to experience that I won't right and so you know as his black mother I definitely and again y'all we don't think about this stuff until we realize that we are in this society where like social norms and like race really does exist because when you're in the four walls of your home you don't think about that stuff like he's my, he's the stuff. mother he's the father they're our children we're talking about good morals trying to raise our children right teach them the right way but then when we go out to society and we about to kingdom be 12 this year mm-hmm. um you know black lives matter this past year oh his daddy put up before i could because i have a black son you know what i'm saying so right. he is very aware big king is very woke he is very in tune to the fact that he has a black family and will let you know quick right um you know and I feel I, like even if he didn't because of where he was raised at, how he's raised the people around him, he's very well known into everything that is going on. And he, he understands. That's all I'm going to say is that he completely understands everything that's going on. And that's that's why I say I always appreciate him. He's definitely spreading the message out to people who need to know and stuff like that. And so that's why I always wondered. I was like, what was that like for y'all? Because I never really got to discuss it with y'all and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's very, um, you know, Big Keenan, you know, it, it makes him angry. Just like it makes us angry. Um... But, you know, I tell him all the time, you know, we have to, like, over-prepare our son. Um, you know, and let's just be real. That's a topic for another day right there when we talk about our black men. Yeah. Um, you know, because... Yeah, little Keenan is not gonna get no pass no. with no white car like his father will. You know, he does not have white male privilege. He's he just doesn't. Um, so you know, 
even amongst his friends, like his friends are of all, all different races, yeah. but amongst his friends, they know that his father is white. Mm-hmm. But you know, before seeing that, they're just like, okay, Keenan's like the black friend in the group, if he is. But now, I gotta admit, his group is pretty mixed. They yeah, have black, friend, white, I, mixed. They're they, pretty, they cool pretty mixed. They, they pretty really cool are. They're pretty cool though, too, because they understand, yeah. like, you know, especially for a young age, that's mm-hmm. what I noticed about his friend group. It's like, I also like in his friend group, like, they kind of don't care. They just, they're yeah. so deep into their game and the relationship that they have as right. bros, like, they don't care. They be like, okay, right. cool. And even they have to be checked. I mean, I'm, I know we're getting a little off subject, but oh, definitely no, it's a good for subject. another day. Yeah, sometimes but they, do. they have to be checked, too. But just going back to, you know, being in an interracial relationship and having biracial children, that's a byproduct of the interracial relationship is your biracial children. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, his, uh, we did have a slip up with one of his friends, one of his white friends. And I definitely, we politely called his parents or text his parents because this particular little friend that happened with, he's so cool. The little boy got so much swag. His dad, his mom is cool. They so cool. They really are. Right. Um, I consider them extended family. They're like our soccer family or whatever, but now we're all pretty close. And so <laughs> over the boys been playing since they were five. So about six years now. So he, uh, yeah, he slipped up in the game one day. They they get heated with the game and said nigga. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, and so Big Keenan, a little Keenan, he he was like, Ma, he did he did it, he did it. I was <laughs> like, he did what? That dude he listen. Did it. I was in the bed and he came to my bed and was like, Ma, he did it. He said, I said, did what who? He said, he did. I can't say the child name. <laughs> Cause I've been giving it away. But he I said, who? And he told me. And I said, um, I said, are you serious? He was like, yeah. You know, I said, what you say? You know what I'm saying? He was like, I told him that won't cool or something other. He said, I can't remember what he said. But you know, they be trying to say some this. They ain't got no business. But anyway, <laughs> so I text his dad and I was like, do you think I should get on the, the mic and handle this myself? Or should we let his parents know? Again, going back to having biracial children. Right. And so he said, um, he said, nah, let his parents know. Like, they need to know. So we can nip this in the bud. And so I let his parents know before we at work. We all had a group chat going on because I knew they were at work. I didn't really want to, you know, be calling. Right. And honey, um, they were very apologetic. And like I said, if y'all knew them, they 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 so cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They really yeah. are. They're not. They are not. How can I say it? You know how, like, I'm just be real. Some people be like, oh, you know, some white families, um, they seem cool in public, but really behind closed doors, they, they would flip out if their kid brought home. Not nah, these parents. Nah, they this cool little, that little boy done had a little black they, girlfriend in third grade. Yeah, yeah, they cool like, she was so tickled. The mama was so tickled. Like, I, yeah, she, she would probably be like one of them mamas if he do bring home a black girl, which he may. You know what I'm saying? They son. She gonna be like, y'all look at my grandbaby. Yeah, she gonna be one of them. You're talking about. I think I know what you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so look, they really are. They really are cool. The daddy. If y'all met the dad, you would be like, this dude right here. He, okay, why yeah, his he wife cool. ain't black? Like he, he yeah, cool. he, he cool. on some other they stuff. Cool. Anyway. The whole family is cool. Yeah, That's they really are. Saying. So I'm just saying, but they were so apologetic. They was like, y'all know we like family. You know, um, the the child was upset. Oh, and I told, I ain't gonna lie. I told my son, I said, yeah. He was like, nah, I blocked him for now. I was like. Yeah, let him sweat a little bit because, because he, had he had to understand the heaviness and the weight of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it was my son went the whole day. That's big for them with their game, y'all. Yeah. So it was like the next day or maybe the day after, he, he was like, you know, to like let him back in. Like, all right, man, like don't slip up again. And we ain't had no issues since. Yeah, he had to understand. And I yeah. think that's a learning journey, especially I always wonder like where Trent is a little bit different, but for little Keenan, it's interesting to watch him grow up as he's becoming, going through puberty. And mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. 
interesting to see and have conversations with him. Like, so what is it like for you growing up? Right. Being in this environment, especially as a dude versus your sister as a girl uh-huh. and stuff it's like that. Difference. And sometimes, and I'm actually really kind of, I'm proud of him to like call his friend out and be like, nah, dog, you can't be saying that. Right. And stuff like that. Like you under, you know, you thought you could slip up, but you can't. And the friend right. is like, oh, okay. And so, and as they get older, I think uh, they'll start understanding a lot more when they get into that mm-hmm. environment, middle school environment, high school. Oh yeah, it's coming. They're going to middle school next they, year. They're going to so understand. They about to start feeling it. They're going to understand uh-huh. this stuff. So, um, other than that, though, I think this was a really good conversation that we had. Yeah, There's plenty more that we can always family. talk about. We'll definitely get into more conversations and stuff. But I want to mm. thank you for being on this podcast and stuff with me and everything. Yes, and you're um, did you want anybody to give any socials or anything? You want anybody to follow you? It's up to you. You don't have to get socials. Oh, I mean, if y'all want to, you know, you can hit me up on my Instagram at Born Pretty Pledge to Be a Diva. Yes. That's I said it. It's that long. Snapchat acclaim thirty six. You can find me on Facebook with Council Ashworth. You know. So um yeah. So yeah, y'all hit me up. Any questions out there, especially for you know younger couples. You know, and over the years, I have had some of my my black female friends. I'm gonna say this before we go mm-hmm. to actually hit me up. Like April, what is it like? You know, dating a white guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and and they ended up pursuing it themselves. I have two two for sure that are actually married to them mm-hmm. now. Um and and you know and that once they once you get comfortable, man, it's 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 like uh going outside taking a walk on any other day drinking water it's, it becomes something natural and it's it's you see real quick mm-hmm. that it's past the color of somebody's skin yeah. it really is it's it past really the color is. of their it's skin it's all about understanding y'all understanding respect and everything. love that's mm-hmm. all it's about well i appreciate you for being on my episode anytime anything for my little sis y'all so tickled and proud of it y'all <laughs> y'all keep supporting her and thank y'all for listening to my podcast again the name has now changed it's now called order up and again i would just say uh thank you for listening come again and see you guys later to my freaks and geeks bye